I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap of April 6th through the 9th with the Flashback Friday on the 10th. I felt like this week was boring. I feel like I don't know what happened this week. Like, there were so many flashbacks, and then with Friday not being a real episode, you just kind of were lost. So I love what they were doing with Joss and having her portraying Carly and coming to Port Charles and everything. But I didn't understand why we had so many other flashbacks. Like right. Chase thinking back to what Willow did in the courtroom, you know, and things like that. Like, I, I don't know. I did say maybe they were concerned that they were going to have to potentially shut down production. Because I don't know how long I have beforehand they, I don't know when they taped this one. Right. You know, and so maybe they were like, okay, let's try to get as many done as possible. And here's a quick way that we can cut out time that we need the actors is building stories around flashing back mm-hmm. or they don't want us to do our poor Charles 411 anymore and give the story background. <laughs> I'm sure it's completely based off us. Probably. Mm-hmm. Not going to stop us. No, we'll find something to talk about. Mm-hmm. So and we do need to do a 411 about Ruby because we talk about her so much and now she was mentioned. Yes, I love Ruby. Although they made her sound awful because they were talking about her selling yep. her grandbaby or grandniece. Yeah. So we should clarify that she's a good person. She's had a sordid past like most of the characters. Like everyone has something in their past that they're not proud of right. or that no one's perfect. Exactly. Do we just want to talk about that whole flashback sequence, I guess? Could you get started on that? Sure. I I felt like what they were going for was awesome and that the actors did a really good job of portraying the different characters 
they just didn't follow previous storyline very well, and that had me frustrated. So do you want to clarify that? So Joss is way younger than what Carly would have been because they're making that right before she came to Port Charles, and Mm -hmm. she was already in her 20s, and Jocelyn does not look like she's close to 20. And they didn't really even change her look to age her up some. With a little bit of hair and makeup, they could have made her look a little older. They kept well, her she did look- talk about getting a job and everything. Yeah. I thought that was like an after-college job interview that she was having. Maybe it was supposed to be, but I don't feel like she looked that old. And she didn't talk about any high school jobs that she had had. So it made it seem more to me as if it was a first job. Okay. Yeah, I took it as she was getting her first big girl job. Uh, see, I thought it was first big girl job after high school without any college. But I don't know. But either way, I felt like she didn't look older. They didn't dress her more mature. They didn't do her hair and makeup a little bit older. She looked like Jocelyn just in clothes from the 90s. Right. So Carly is 46, and she came in 1996. That was 24 years ago. And that's where I was getting confused because I was like, wait. Because remember with, with Sonny, when he was on for 25 years, they did a lot of that. Yeah. Like looking back and everything. And so... I was thinking about that, and then I'm like, no, she's only been on 24 years, so it's not like we're doing a recap of Carly. Mm-hmm. So she would have been 22 when she came to Port Charles. Okay. Which Joss definitely is not 22. I feel like they could have 21. Yeah, they could have done a little more with her appearance to age her up a little bit. I mean, Although I, whenever they were doing her flashbacks with Nell, I didn't realize how, and it's like looking at our own kids. You see them every day, and you don't realize how much they grow up. I know. I had that. Yes, when they did that scene of her in the hospital talking to Carly about that's your donor. Oh my gosh, like such a baby. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that was adorable. I did like that they kept kept with '90s fashion. Yes. (laughs) And poor Cynthia Watros, she looks so frumpy. I know that was awful. She could have still been a hot mom. What the heck? Right. And I'm sorry, but James Patrick Stewart even looks distinguished as a deadbeat. <laughs> like, he opened the door, and I'm like, you're supposed to be a loser. He just has proper mannerisms, and I don't think you can take that away from him. Because he still stood straight up and was very just proper. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing at it's all. It's not. If you're playing a bum, you could look a little more ragged than what they had him looking, so... Well, and the thing is, they at least tried to. It just, it, it, they tried to. He's just too good to. Yes. It just doesn't work with him. You know, it's certain actors can get gross. And he's at least trying to get gross. <laughs> I'm sure I'd take that as a compliment. You're trying to get gross. Well, because, I mean, think about it. Like, there's certain actors that you've never seen get gross. Right. They always have to be the beautiful one, the whatever. I mean, Brad Pitt gets disgusting. Mm-hmm. You know, George Clooney is not always so handsome. Right, right. You know, I don't feel like Tom Cruise has ever gotten gross, gotten a little weird, but never gotten gross. <laughs> right. No, I agree with you. It's just funny the way the way they were trying to do that, and it didn't work. And then the the setting. We hear Carly talk about how she grew up so poor, and I know for a fact somewhere she said something about a trailer park and made it sound like, you know, she was coming from nothing. That apartment was not a nothing apartment. It's a condo. 
and it definitely wasn't a trailer park. I mean, there's some super nice trailers. That was still not a trailer in no way. Right. So, I don't know. It just wasn't the way I would have written it, I guess. I did like Carly really was trying to help now. Mm-hmm. I mean, at first she was totally trying to attack her. Right. But then when she, when Nell saw it, but then Nell comes right back to, and I'm sorry, Nell is getting to be too old. Yes. For, and it's not like she had a relationship with Carly and Carly left her. Right. Right. You know, Carly was, as you were saying, you know, potentially still a teenager, even though she should have been 21. She didn't know that that little girl was potentially her sister, you know, even though she was living in that house with Frank, you know, could have been his girlfriend's kid, could have been whoever, you know. So it's not like she bonded with her and left her or, I mean, he left them. So she doesn't know. Exactly. And even if they had grown up in the same house, when you have that many years between kids, they're not bonded the same way as when you have kids one on top of each other. I mean, I know from having my son, he loves my youngest. He's really cute with her, but he doesn't have that same relationship with her that he has to the older girls just because there's so many years in between them. They don't have any of the same interests. So even if Carly and Nell had grown up in the same household, it's doubtful that they would have had this loving, bonded friendship that Nell has in her head anyway. Yeah. But then, and to Carly's point, when she said, oh, I guess you wanted to keep her, and he said, yeah, I guess I did, you know, that's hurtful to Carly. Mm-hmm. You know, that, okay, I wasn't good enough to be wanted. Exactly. You know, so, you know, Carly had her own stuff to overcome, and like she was trying to tell Nell, she did, you know, and I hate that Nell took that and went with, so I guess I'll just drop the lawsuit and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, Carly literally just told you, we will let you be your son. Mm-hmm. So. And I don't understand Nell's feelings, even with the whole kidney. Obviously, that was a very messed up situation. But she keeps saying it like they stole that kidney. And Jax just said that he paid a million dollars. How can you not see your father that he took a million dollars and gave you nothing for your kidney? Exactly. You know, like, why isn't she chasing him down saying, um, can I have some? And where did we get $50,000 from? Because you were, I remembered that when you said that last week, it sounded familiar. So where did we come up with $50,000? I don't know. I could have swore they had said that at some point in time, but. Because they did say the flashback, you know, they showed the flashback of Jack saying, I gave a million. Maybe um, Frank told Nell that he only got 50000 Maybe. Because that is a very, I don't know why that number is in my head, but it is. When you said it, I was like, yeah, exactly. That's how much it was, you know? So maybe that's what she thought that they had given for the kidney. Maybe. So maybe he did give her a little bit. Maybe. Could you imagine, though? (laughs) Right. How mad would you be? Mom and dad got a million dollars and I got (laughs) 50,000. But just even being a child, I mean, she definitely is rightfully messed up. Oh, 100%. 100%. She has a right to be angry. She's just angry with the wrong person. Carly had nothing to do with it. And the past couple weeks, Carly has kept saying, Nell has this vendetta against me. I can't believe she's taking it this far. And I kind of was thinking, well, you're really conceited because you assume a lot of stuff is happening because of you. 
And then that's exactly what Nell said this week was she has all this anger towards Carly. It's ridiculous. And same thing, Nell's getting older, even if that's how you felt at 17. Yeah. You know, I still have journals from when I was 17. I said a lot of stuff that I wouldn't say now because you have a different perspective on it. And once she came to Port Charles and met all of them, how did right. she get that same perspective? Right. It's not like it's still all in her head how mm-hmm. things are. And it's not like, and we saw in the flashbacks, Carly loved her. Right, yes. You know, all, all she had to do was pr- probably say, I'm Frank's daughter, and Carly probably would have felt bad for her, and she would have been that big sister that Nell wanted. Yes, exactly. But instead, Nell had to do things her way, and there's consequences to that, you know? it's How many times has she been in jail now? I don't even know. <gasps> yes. Speaking of jail. Yes. Pity Curtis call. <laughs> Did you do that dance when you were watching it? I was like, he just talked to Sean, or he called Sean because he didn't get to talk to him, which made me think about something. I'm sorry, were we done with now? Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's not much else to say except for she needs to move on. Yeah. Oh, the only other thing was I was bummed when they didn't do any flashbacks about Sarah Brown from when she first arrived. Oh, yeah. That would have made it a little difficult. Yeah. Oh, well. Why did they not have Sean take care of Cyrus in prison? He's in Pentonville. Yeah, I don't know. They missed an opportunity there. Amanda, guess what time it is? What time is it? It's time for me to pick out my Fat Fit Fun selections. Oh my gosh, you were so excited with the last box. What are you going to get this time? I love Fat Fit Fun. Seriously, I've been using it for over a year. And at first I was like, do I really want to, you know, spend money on that? Yes. I know how you get over $200 worth of products for only $49.99 and it's once a quarter. That's not bad at all. No, not at all. One of the items that I'm getting in my spring box is a light therapy, anti-wrinkle light. I've seen them listed other places for well over a hundred dollars and that's going to be included in my box. They also have robes, different lotions, sprays. There's a really cute umbrella on there. Tons of things for you to pick out. You're making me want one. You could go to our website, pure54podcast.com, and just go under the savings tab and click the get offer button under the FabFitFun. Make sure to use promo code RAINBOW and you get $10 off your first box. That's a deal. It's amazing. So go check out our website, pure54podcast.com, and make sure to use promo code RAINBOW for $10 off your first box. And you're going to love it. Curtis has totally trained his dad. Oh, 100%. They're not even trying. He should know that by the way that her mom was totally eavesdropping on that conversation and not even pretending like she wasn't. She was basically falling on top of him and then, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to eavesdrop. Yeah, you did. And, oh, so you're okay with finding out that someone hit paternity for the right reason? Okay. I was just taking a poll. I just wondered. And then she was so shocked by, oh, so that's why you were so upset when I told you I was married. Yeah, that, and typically people get into relationships that have a future. And yes. when you find out someone is married, typically, I mean, some people, it, they have their own thing. Right. But typically that is why you get in a relationship with someone. And to and find out, oh, you're married, that, I, so when my ex and I separated, 
my friend, no, 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 it wasn't him. The first guy that I dated after their dad, when he and I broke up, I was crushed. And so friends of mine were like, you know what, you've never really dated because my ex was my high school sweetheart. You know, I took a year before I even started dating. And then I got into a long-term relationship with the first guy that I started dating. And it was great. You know, I mean, we had, we were great until we broke up, but I was crushed. And so a friend of mine was like, okay, we're going to go out. You know, we're going to go out to dinner. We're going to go to not like a bar, but you know, like if we went to Jake's. So started flirting with this one guy and started talking while he wasn't wearing a ring. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. You know where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Eye roll. And sure enough, so the three of us drove together and then my friend offered him a ride home. And I mean, it was not going to be anything. Right. Just a ride. Like, it was just a ride home. You know, she wasn't going to drop me off with him or anything. But when he got out of the car, he asked to talk to my friend who was driving. And we're like, what the heck? My other friend and I are, what? Okay. Because she and I were sitting in the back seat. And then he told her that he was married. <sighs> and to tell me that he was married and that he really did have a great night, but he's married. I mean, at least he told you the first night. instead. At least he told her, didn't let it go anywhere. And it was, she told him, she's like, yeah, you picked the wrong night for this to, she's like, she just got out of bad or like a relationship. She she just got through a bad breakup. You know, she's finally ready to move on. And now, yeah. (laughs) Cause the guy that I had broken up with had cheated on me. So the first guy that I talked to winds up being married, but I mean, that hurt, you know, and right. I didn't even know him that well. Yeah. I don't even remember his name, <laughs> but yeah, for her to imply that it should have been no big deal. Exactly. And you'd have to give the other person, it's kind of like not the same as having kids, but kind of like having kids. You don't date someone for six months and then be like, Oh, by the way, I have a child. That's information they need to know up front and then make the decision, do I want to pursue a relationship with you or not? Because if I have no interest in being around children, there's no way that our relationship is going to progress if you have them. And the same thing with someone who's married, not that I'm condoning that, but as adults, we make choices if that's what you want to do. But you should have that information up front. You don't have an ongoing affair. It sounded like it wasn't just a fling between her and Curtis. So you don't have an ongoing affair with someone and then six months in say, oh, hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you. That's ridiculous. Like Molly with Brando? Yes. Have more respect for someone. That, I know that you knew it was going to happen. I was hoping it was not. (laughs) I felt like we needed to see that side of her see a little extra spunk to her because she has played the good girl for so long that it's nice to see a little bit of a different side to her you know that she can go out of her normal I follow all the rules I do everything perfect and all of that but I felt like I'm that was to feel she's more selfish than yes more than following the rules and everything it's definitely more self-serving yes exactly even if she would have hooked up with him based off all the feelings that we knew she was feeling and all of that, she's a big girl. She can make those choices. That's fine. But the way that she spoke to him in the morning was just rude. Oh, I'm sorry. My boyfriend's back now. I'm done. Let yourself out. Right. Yeah. She could have explained. I know she was in a hurry, but she could have explained a little bit more of, no, listen, here's the story for real. I thought that we were done because of this, this, and this. 
I'm sorry if it upsets you or hurts you. That's not what my intention was. But no matter what, I still need to go check on this guy and then see what happens. Like she could have explained, his mom told me he does not want to see me. Right. I haven't talked to him in days after he, after I rejected his marriage proposal, something. Yeah. She gave him no information. Although that is supposed to be the apartment that they share together, right? There was nothing in that house that, or that apartment that gave clue that a man lived there. I don't know. I just, I mean, they've been together eight years. If I walked into your house and your bedroom, I would know that a man lived there too. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. He doesn't have a lot of stuff in the, I mean, if you look at my closet, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a girly bedroom. It's not a girly bedroom, but it's. <laughs> Remind me to make fun of your husband the next time I see him. <laughs> it's not super girly, it's, but it's not masculine. I don't know. It goes back and forth, I guess. I just feel like there would be, you but know, there's no pictures, a bottle of cologne on one of the dressers or something. Right. I'm not saying it's all done up in, you know, his favorite sports team. I'm just saying, you know, a, man, a man's watch on the nightstand, something that says that he lives there. I don't no, know. I know what you're saying. He walked through the living room to get into the bedroom. He had obviously taken a shower that morning. There wasn't any men's body wash right. shower. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I know some people are super tidy and put everything back away, but that's not how my house works. So I just assume you'd see something that gave a hint that a man lived there. No, I mean, if you went in my bathroom, you would definitely know that there was two guys that live here. Okay. So, I don't know. But, yeah, she, I can't believe she treated him so rudely because she's not normally that rude. And then for her to run right to TJ and say, oh, sure, we're going to do this domestic partnership. Well, exactly, because... And she used to not be that rude. Right. You know, but she definitely has been more recently. It's more selfish. I think that's like the storyline that connects all the Davis women lately. They're ridiculously selfish. What is going on with Sam? I, I literally wrote, how old is Sam? She's acting like a teen that's grounded. So dumb. Breaking all that stuff at Carly's house or Sunny's house, whoever's safe house that was. I don't know who it belongs to, but wherever they snuck off to to meet after Jason left, she's throwing dishes and stuff. Why mm -hmm. is someone else's stuff that's not yours? With all of the stuff with Renault being back, they can't be together anyway, or Renault being out. They can't be together anyway. It's not even about confusing the kids if Sam would go to jail. If she can't go to jail, there's still the threat on their lives being associated with him. Right. So it's a lose-lose either way for her. She needs to just grow up and give it time. Let Jason take care of the stuff that he can take care of. Yes, exactly. How cute was Joss going to him? Yes. Baby's first hit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. I like how she didn't say it, though. She just kept saying, just make sure that she can't get custody. She wouldn't actually use the words, just get rid of her. Right. He did a really good job, though, you know, reasoning with her. Yeah. He's always good with the kids. He is. He needs to be talking to Michael right now, though. Mm-hmm. And saying, by the way, if you marry Willow, it's not going to work. Right. Why Although, I am not really happy with Diane. She basically implied that a single dad cannot look good in I don't know that you can be mad about that because statistically it's true. They favor the mom. They tend to favor the mom, but it doesn't mean that the dad doesn't look good. 
it doesn't mean that the dad doesn't look good. It just means that no matter what the dad does, he never looks as good as the mom. It's an unfair bias there. Oh, it's horrible. I do know a guy that has custody of his kids, though, and the mom is still around, you know, it's but he is. But did the court award that custody or did the mom let him have custody? I think it was court. Okay. I mean, I know there are some cases that it happens. Everyone that I know personally, it's like the mom just kind of wanted to pursue other things. And so she gave custody to the dad so she could go, you know, work more, or have a different relationship or whatever. So, and I mean, whatever works for your family, I just know that the judges seem to favor moms if it's yeah. coming between the two. It might not even be that she said it. It was more the way that she said it. I think. Yeah, she said, you look as good as any single dad can or something like that. It was just like, no matter what, you're not going to measure up which I feel like can make you angry because it's not fair. But at the same time, I feel like that's a realistic statement. If you have a man and a woman that make the same amount of money, work the same amount of hours, have the same amount, have the same, you know, living conditions and all of that, I feel like they would still pick the mom over the dad 95% of the but time. But they don't. Michael has so much more than her. But she just sold those stocks. So, you know, she has money now. A little bit, but she doesn't have help. She doesn't have the support. She doesn't have a good track record. A week on the job. Right. I mean, they shouldn't favor her, but if the judge is dumb enough to believe that she honestly didn't know that Brad switched the babies, you can't hold all that against her. Yeah. I'm not happy that they're going to make Nell Nina's. No. It should be Willow. Mm Mm-hmm. Or someone we haven't even met yet. I think Willow makes more sense, especially her reaction to that necklace. So I'm wondering, did Nell maybe steal that necklace from Willow? But then it showed her with a similar necklace in the in the flashbacks. <gasps> Was that little girl wearing it? Mm-hmm. I did not notice that. They didn't close up on it enough to know for sure if it was an exact match, but it was a half of a heart. Oh. It looks very similar. So how are they going to explain how Frank got her? I have no idea. Because the baby that Nina lost was hers with, or thought she lost, mm-hmm. was hers with Silas. Right, which makes Kiki and Nell sisters. Yes. Hmm. Maybe Nell doesn't know that Frank's her stepdad, does she? She thinks that he's her bio dad, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is going to be interesting. Um, some of the soap groups, people are speculating that Nina had twins. So it could be Willow and Nina, or Willow and Nell. Yes. I could accept that. No, I don't like that. I feel like that's even more far-fetched. They're saying that when when Nina's mom, Madeline, said the two pieces come together to fill one heart, or however she said it, or to fill the void, I don't know exactly what words she meant, but that each baby is going to have a half of a heart, that when it goes together will fill Nina's void. Huh. I just I think Willow looks more like she would be. And they always have, kind of like Carly and Bobby. Carly and Bobby hated each other, and now they're in this loving relationship. Willow and Nina have this hatred towards each other that they'd have to overcome. Yeah, and what? Is Nina find, is, when Nina finds out that Nell's her daughter, is she really going to treat her the way that she treated Sasha? You know, is she going to bend over backwards to help her get wily? You know, it's... Yeah, it does explain where Nell got her deviousness from Madeline, 
Yes. So she's genetically. <laughs> Is evil a genetic predisposition? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm wondering how they're going to tie it all together. I hope that we find out before these seven weeks is up. I hope so, too. I was really happy that Jack told Nina everything about how... He's pretty good about taking responsibility. What's he going to do when he finds out that Nell is his girlfriend's kid? Oh, that's such a weird web. (laughs) I don't know. How's Jocelyn going to feel whenever, like, if they actually got married, that would be her stepsister? Yeah, no. (laughs) Just no. Yeah, I'd like to rewrite the whole thing. I don't like it. I don't like Nell being the lost daughter. I don't understand how. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know why Carly, this is like the beginning of the week, why Carly threw uh, Renault out of the hotel. Wouldn't you keep your enemies closer? I was thinking the same thing. Okay. She, why didn't she just ignore Pretend it? Like, no. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page there. I would have calmed his meal said, have a nice day, sir, and walked away like I had no idea who he was. I wouldn't have comped it. He just asked it to be added to his room. Brad, that's what I mean, adding it to his room. <laughs> he not is comped. not getting a free meal. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I meant swipey the card and put it to his room like he asked. Tell him to have a great day like you would any other customer and turn around and walk away. And then talk to Sunny and Jason about it later on. Exactly. FYI, he's in room blah, blah, blah. If you want to go bug that, he's not there right now. I think that they'll do more than bug it, though. Probably, but they would have definitely had a better idea of his comings and goings. I mean, I'm sure, sure he would have been careful knowing that people were watching, but it still would have given them a better handle on what he's doing than kicking Very him out. Now you have no idea where he's going. Very true. It didn't make sense. And I was happy this week that Jocelyn was finally a good friend for Trina. Yes, and acknowledged it and apologized and... Mm-hmm. Trina really was giving Curtis the benefit of the doubt until very end. Mm-hmm. But I think that she'll come around, especially when she finds out that that's her dad. <laughs> Maybe she has a half a heart necklace somewhere that'll unlock that story for him. Maybe. And so it was last week that Jack fell, right? Yes. Oh, did he call her out on that, though, to Nina? Yes. And I liked that he didn't do it when Charlotte was there. He didn't play into what Charlotte thought was going to happen. He just mm-hmm. mentioned it. Like, let me just throw this in there. Someone didn't seem upset that I fell. Yep. And I thought about the last time that we saw Charlotte before this was when she was cutting up the picture of Sasha. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't realize that was the last time we saw her. I think it was. I don't it's know. A while. I don't like that they're making her be mean and no one's noticing but she was mean to Aiden she was mean to Aiden and she's acting out because you know Jax was at least really understanding of it but once again we have Charlotte that is Lulu's daughter which makes her Laura's granddaughter and Laura's all about the mental health this child has gone through how many weddings that haven't happened and now meeting her was supposed to be stepmom's new boyfriend. Valentine's, is he going to be arrested, not arrested? And no one has thought to maybe have this kid talk to a therapist. And the woman who raised her died. Right. And the woman who raised her who died told her that two people were her dad. Right. Within like a matter of days. Yep. And you can go back and listen to our 411 about Charlotte Cassidy, and I think we did that in November. 
I believe that's right. Yeah. So. Right. So all about that. Yeah, we said that back then, I'm sure, that she should have been in therapy. Even more stuff has happened now, and no one is acknowledging that she might have some feelings. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see where that goes, too. So, yeah, that's it for the regular week. And now we get to talk about Flashback Friday. What were your feelings on our Flashback Friday? So, it was an episode. It originally aired on Monday, July 30th, 2018. I like that we got to see Wiley being born because it really did help. It kind of did what we try to do, you know, when something happens in a storyline and we think about, okay, if someone just recently started watching the show, they're going to be totally lost. Right. Although I feel like it's been talked about so much that you really shouldn't be lost. I agree. I feel like they did a really good job of explaining how the babies would have been swapped and how that all happened that we didn't really need to see it in real life again, you know. But it was really sweet to see Jacqueline and the boys introduce the show. They're so cute. Yes, I definitely enjoyed the opening with the cast members. Although she introduced herself self as Jack. Yes. But yeah, that was really sweet. And the boys blow in their kisses. Yes, they're so cute. They are. They're little chatterboxes too now. Mm-hmm. I know, it's so funny whenever you're watching an episode and they start making noise and talking. They're so cute. And I'm glad that they gave them that chance to do the introduction too, instead of sticking with the like cast members that have been around forever. Mm-hmm. It was appropriate that he would introduce his episode where he was born on the show. All right. Yes. Friday's episode. So it was good that they showed us Wiley's birth as like a fun reminiscing kind of thing, but I don't think that it really gave information the new viewers necessarily needed to see it played out. Because it's not like Brad's love of the child changed and you needed to be reminded. You know, I mean, he's always loved Wiley. Right. Although that was still heartbreaking watching that again. Yes. I did like, and I, I probably noticed this the first time around, but that baby really was a newborn. I mean, that, yes. was, that was not a six-month-old baby. Right. And it was making all those little noises. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh! (laughs) I love little... Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Too bad they only stay that little for, like, a week. But then, so why do they always, when someone has, like, a major breakthrough in their story recently, Mm -hmm. they're gone. Yes. Brad and Lucas just had this shoe drop, and they're gone. Christina left as soon as... Sam took over her storyline. Mm-hmm. And there is no other way to say that. She did. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. I don't understand either because, again, we're trying to keep it somewhat real life. In real life, you don't just up and walk away from your life. <laughs> so I don't understand why we're not seeing. I'm like, whatever happened, we saw, we saw Lucas the other day with Felix for that five seconds being mean and nasty. But besides that, we don't see him at all. Like Carly's not calling to check on him. Mm-hmm. Michael was so all about trying to keep him involved if he wanted to be involved. We've seen Michael and Wiley a ton the last couple of weeks, but we haven't heard any more mention. It just doesn't make any sense. Bobby wouldn't have told him that Wiley was having surgery. He wouldn't have known as being a doctor in the hospital, potentially that he wouldn't have seen on the surgical whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Or even Brad. I know he's in jail, but he did love that little boy. He's not sending a letter to Michael saying, hey, I just want to let you know I'm obviously sorry for what I did, but is Wiley okay? You know, that was still Wiley's dad for a year and a half. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, back to this week's episodes, though. When Sasha was consoling Willow, that was really sweet. And I loved everything that she said is fact, that your body cannot distinguish between different traumas. Mm -hmm. I loved that. That was was perfect. I really like how they have developed her character. Yes, yeah. They've got a really good girlfriend bond with the two of them. The way they really is the way you talk to your girlfriends. Yep. It was nice. Yeah, other than that, I mean, I hope many people, us included, hope that they really reach back into the bottom of the bag for some good old flashbacks. We offered to start a GoFundMe page if they have to pay royalties. (laughs) Yes. Or just go as far back as they don't. I don't know what the timeline is for paying royalties or how that all works. But if there are actresses and actors that are still on the show, I would think that they don't have to pay anything extra. So go back as far back as they can. The beginning of the 2000s, pretty much, depending on what episode you pick, is this all the same actors and actresses. But I guess that, so someone mentioned, like, they'd have to pay Tony Geary. They'd have to pay Tyler Christopher. They'd have to pay if those people are in the episode or something. Right, so pick one that they're not. But then do we want to see that? I feel like there's still enough stuff. I really like your idea of having everything that was shown in the flashbacks as from, from last week's flashback episode, the flashback right. from the flashback, you know, show Alan singing at the nurse's ball, show Liz's rape. Yeah. BJ's heart, show who the heck Serena is. Right. You know, so. Yeah, I would like that just because it makes sense. I don't, I don't know why they started with that if they're not going to fill in all those gaps. I don't but know. It should have been the last week's flashback, but I don't know. They didn't ask me, so. <laughs> I guess that's how it goes. Keep offering. Yeah, you're still here. Oh, you know how last week's Friday flashback, I, like, just found random things that annoyed me? This week was when Franco was in the car waiting for Carly and Jason to come out of the mental hospital. Okay. He he said Jason had the keys, so he couldn't drive away even if he wanted to. But when Jason came out and went to get in the front seat, he opened the front door and told Franco to move. The car made that beepy sound that it makes whenever you have the keys in the ignition, but you open the door. <laughs> so. Okay. I, I like it. I had just, not. And yeah, just in case you needed to know that, I don't know why my brain is focusing on all the things that shouldn't be for the flashback Fridays, but yeah, it made that beepy sound. And I was like, if the keys weren't in there, it wouldn't make that sound. So obviously Jason left the keys in the ignition. Hmm. I did like seeing that, though, because it was kind of, that was towards the beginning of when we started to really like Franco. Yes. And I like that he was honest with Liz whenever yep. she asked where he was. He, and he was honest about not wanting to be honest, which is even better. Yep. So, but yeah, that's it for the show that I can think of. So now we get to do... Do-do-do! Reality check. We've talked about it. We're pretty much stuck doing the same stuff day in, day out. Do you have anything reality check this week? Mm. So I'm learning new life skills because I'm not a very good grown-up, but being trapped inside as the only grown-up, I have to be the grown-up. So we're recording this Saturday. Tomorrow is Easter. 
I have never hard boiled an egg until yesterday for making Easter eggs with my kids. How? I know. Because the only time we hard boil eggs is for Easter, and I always dye Easter eggs with my siblings and my nieces and nephews, so my mom makes all the eggs. So I had never hard boiled an egg, and yesterday I hard boiled the eggs, and we used that thing that's been going around the Internet of put rice in a bag with some food coloring and then shake it up to okay. die. I had a regular, you know, egg dyeing kit too that I had bought, but we did that and the eggs came out super cool. So if you have not dyed eggs yet, or if you're listening to this after Easter, but just want to play around with some eggs, that was a really cool way to dye the Easter eggs. We're not dying eggs this year, third year in a row, I think. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. I asked them if they wanted to and they didn't. So, uh, I mean, my big kids, when we go to my mom's and it's all the nieces and nephews, my mom goes a little overboard and makes like 10 dozen eggs or something crazy like that. And by the end of it, my kids don't really care. My big kids don't really care. But I just did two dozen for the four of us to do mm-hmm. the first time doing it without Matthew, which was very sad. But anyway, um, so that wasn't too many then. It was like enough that they were excited to each do their six eggs and be done with it. So, Well, that's awesome. You learned a new life skill. That's what you should. Okay, so for next week, what are you going to learn to do next for next week, Amanda? I Pick a new life skill. I have no idea what my new life skill will be, but. Well, I'll we look forward to finding out. <laughs> you now have a goal. There we go. I'm going to accomplish something. Well, next week, next week will be the fact that I have to make Easter dinner by myself because I've never done that either. So. Well, now you already told us, so you have to find something new. Uh, all right. How about you? What did you do exciting this week? I know that ours aren't as exciting, hopefully, as what you have from um, Instagram or whatever, but did you do anything different? I started back to, so the first time since my surgery, I've started a an exercise routine that is more than just walking. And I started back with doing, I love yoga with Adrian on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And she has a lot of different 30 day challenges. So I've been doing that. Good job. And I hate myself enough that I also decided to start a hundred ab challenge. Ow. So it's spelt like blog and Pilates. So I think it's blog, blog audies. I don't know how she pronounces it, but this girl's really, really sweet. So the videos are only three, four minutes. I think one of them was like seven and you do a certain ab move for a count of a hundred. She does show, you know, different adaptions. So like if you're a beginner like me, here's mm-hmm. what you do. You know, if you start to hurt, here's where you can do it so that you're still doing something. But so I've been doing that every day too. My abs hurt, but that's no, no game. It hurts. <laughs> What'd you say? No pain, no gain. Exactly. And I finished 29.75 days of plain eating. And so we're recording this on Saturday and Friday was my last day of plain eating. But it was also a friend of mine's birthday. And so we had a Zoom party last night for her. And I might have had a bottle of wine. But that's a good way to end it. Yes. And I sent a picture of the empty bottle. I I did have a bottle of wine last night. It was over a few hours, so I was having a drink an hour. I don't typically drink an entire bottle, (laughs) but so it was fun. It was was just nice to virtually have 
drinks with my friends. We thought it was only going to be like a half hour and then three and a half hours later. My phone call with my sister that ended up being six hours because we hadn't seen each other. Well, it felt like, you know, when we were in high school and used to be on the phone all night. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It was great. I agree. So we did go to social media and posted asking people what they're doing during the quarantine. Quarantine reality check. Are you learning something new? Like Amanda? Home project, binging a show, exercising, or something else. Nova Fairfax is reading nothing general about it. And she, quote, sees patients on Skype and phone. And so it makes her feel useful. And I invited her to our book club. So that's something okay. we need to mention again is that we are doing the Nothing General About It book club. And you can find all that information on our website, peer54podcast.com. SLM61712, I have time to practice yoga each morning that was otherwise taken up by my drive time to work, a plus to working from home. Lioness Die, watching Instagram and TV, books, and getting my grandson to do schoolwork, staying at home, and stay safe to all. Madsen Brow, works at Amazon, so no quarantine, but I really hope that they're taking care of the employees, and thank you for continuing to work through all this. And Ava Troll, no quarantine for me. She works every day in a hospital. Again, big thank you and sure that you appreciate everybody staying home. And then on Facebook, Ashley Morgan is a teacher of the visually impaired. Due to the stay-at-home order, I've been teaching from home. In my spare time, I've been watching Vintage GH, taking professional development classes in the area of visual impairment, and I'm teaching myself how to use the slate and stylus. Oh, yes, and I'm reading lots of books. I just downloaded Maurice Bernard's biography. Just trying to stay busy can feel like a full-time job some days. And Ashley is going to be the first fan of the month being featured this Thursday on our Port Charles 411. I'm so excited for that interview. Me too. So, yeah, so that's what you guys are doing. If you have a reality check that you would like to send us, maybe give us a suggestion of a life school Amanda should learn. (laughs) Go easy on me, everyone. Start start small. Let's, let's build her up. You'll come out of this whole thing. Life skills are blazing. Yeah. So yeah, just join us on Thursday for our chat with our first fan of the month. Have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 